Okay, hello everyone and welcome back to episode five of the podcast today where we're going to be talking about spiritual bypassing. Such a fun topic. Um, And I, to be honest with you, I feel like I'm probably, I think I probably see this more than a lot of other people because I'm so the opposite of the spiritual community i know a lot of people find me through spirituality and through the new age movements and things like that but as you guys have probably noticed i'm not quite on that spectrum of love and light fluffy happy bunny rabbits and rainbows although that's beautiful um i have nothing against that i just for me notice that a lot of people are bypassing reality and bypassing their life by trying to pretend that everything's okay and to me, I find it a very fake and I find it very false and very unrealistic. And just, I don't feel like a lot of people are living their full spectrum. So this is inspired. I always get like inspiration from comments that I receive. I always get inspiration from um, videos that I see myself or just experiences that I have. And this was actually inspired by, um, I wouldn't say it's a positive comment, although I'm sure she was trying to make it positive. It, it was a negative comment from someone that was offended by my honesty. And I love that because I learn more when someone doesn't like something that I do than I do with someone liking something. You know, if someone says, oh, that's great. I really like that. Cool. Okay, great. I'm really glad that's helped you. I love those lovely comments. <laughs> it doesn't teach me anything though other than appreciation. But when someone comes in and goes, I don't like you, then that kind of pokes me to go, oh, okay, interesting. What are we learning here? Why not? And the last maybe couple of weeks, I would say, I think it's probably that I'm even a lot more grounded in myself. I've changed a lot in my life. So I'm very, I feel like I'm much more present, much more in my body and of this earth. And so maybe my messages are coming through even more honest. Um, I always feel like I've just been that type of a reader anyway, just very honest with people. But um, some people find that offensive. And the reason that they find it offensive is because some people don't want to hear the truth. And over my um, one, two, three, six, seven years of doing this, whenever I've posted content on like, this is what I think and this is my truth... 80% of people go, oh, I love that. That makes sense. Cool. And 20% go, I don't like you. You're too much. (laughs) That's cool. There are other people on YouTube that are less than me. Go enjoy them. (laughs) There's plenty of people. If I'm too much, you go find less. We're good with that. But I'm not going to change my message. But here's the thing is that a lot of, of the spiritual uh, community, and it's really actually people that are maybe a bit more new to spirituality in the sense of they've just had an awakening or they've just started, you know, learning new things and broadening their horizons. So when you kind of step into that newness and you're breaking through old distorted, you know, containers of the way your life's been, you naturally go above the body. Your soul kind of floats out. It's called trauma. 
People will call it a spiritual awakening and I am going to do a podcast on that specific topic. But really what's happening is that you are experiencing trauma. Either something's happened to you that was traumatic or you're in an environment that is repeatedly traumatizing you. A lot of people don't even realize that that's happening because they're so used to the trauma or they've had the whole life of that trauma. And so this person that they're with now or the environment they're in now, it feels like home. They don't even know they're being victimized. They don't even realize they're being you know, emotionally, mentally abused. They don't even realize it because it's home. It's, they're very used to it. So some people can say, well, no, I wasn't going through anything when I went on my awakening. I guarantee you were. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you probably were. You just didn't realize it because it felt like home. So anyway, when we have these awakenings, we kind of float out of the body and we, when we float out of the body, you're on a certain vibration. So now it's like, huh, okay, so I, I'm going to look at tarot cards. I'm going to look at healing and Reiki. I want to understand about angels and about the angelic realm and about my own ancestors and my spirit guides. And you kind of, you go into that loop, that loophole, because you're on that vibration of um, the 5D, the higher realms. And I say higher not because it's better, higher just because that's how it's perceived in the world of chakras, right? So what we're trying to get at here is that this happens. We have this awakening. And then we have to come back down to the earth. We have to change our environment so that we're no longer being traumatized. We have to make sure that we're not going to attract the next environment to be exactly as traumatizing as the last one. And we have to come back, come back down to the earth but some people don't do this some people stay above the body now when you stay above the body because there's no judgment by the way this is safety this is you finding survival you finding safety so you've lifted above the body your energy your soul's above your body so if you don't change your environment you will stay out of your body it's basic survival right? If you were ever to tune into the energy of an animal being eaten, for example, you look at a lion chasing a gazelle, right? That gazelle, when it's about to be devoured, the soul will lift out of the body. It doesn't, it's not even in the body when it's being eaten. I know people watch documentaries and they see nature and they're like, oh my God, that's horrible. The soul is not in the body when that's happening. It lifts out, right? And that's what happens when there is trauma to the body, trauma to the mind, trauma to the spirit, so it's very, very normal for you to do this. And uh, I've done it and, and a lot of, everyone's done it. We've lifted out. So the thing is, is that if you don't change your environment, you will stay out of your body. Now, if your environment is a trauma bonded environment, you don't want to change that environment because to you without realizing it, abuse is safety. Control is safety. Being controlled is safety, right? So if I come in as a reader, and this isn't even a private reading. In private readings, it's very different. We have to, we, we spend like 15 minutes together going through all the, all the different pathways. But when people catch my lives, they just get that one side of me, right? And so I'm coming in as a reader saying to you, I love you and I would love to see you love you, you love you as well. I think you need to shift out of this environment so that you can come back into your body and have the human experience and in- attract 
relationships, circumstances, and situations that serve your highest purpose, that serve your highest good. And not only that, I want you to be in your body so that you can receive pleasure, so that you can enjoy food, so that you can enjoy sex, so that you can enjoy all these things. I want you to feel what it's like to be human because that's why you've come here. You've come here to have the human experience, right? That's what I'm saying. But people don't want to hear that if they're still in the trauma bond. So they will spiritually bypass everything. Now, a bypass is when we, you know what a bypass, I don't know. Well, we have these in England, so you guys might call it something different. But we have, we have bypasses, right? Roads. So instead of driving through the town to get to the next town, there's a road that goes out of town and it literally goes around the town and back. I'm sure you guys, everyone, I'm pretty sure this is a, a worldly thing. <laughs> so we have a bypass. And that's what people do. They bypass reality right? They bypass what's actually happening in their environment and they make excuses. So so I'm going to give you some examples of spiritual bypassing, right? Um, Oh, but you know, he had a really tough childhood, so he just doesn't know any better. That's why he spoke to me like that. Okay. Um, That's one example. Um, Oh, I don't think I can do that right now. My guys feel, I feel like my guys are telling me to just not go out of the house today, to just maybe stay in and do some work. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I really feel like my angels that keep trying to tell me that I need to, um, to, uh, I don't know, take this course or do this or do that. Okay, cool. Now let's not, let's not go too far and think, cause this is where people go, Oh, I'm supposed to trust my instincts and my gut. Yes, of course. Trust your gut. Your guys will be poking and pointing at you saying, Oh, she's doing that. She needs to go this way. She needs to go that way. He needs to go over here. Yes. By all means, there is a gut instinct and I teach everyone to follow that. But there are people that only live in that reality, right? They ignore the reality. So, so let's say they're in a relationship with, when they're with someone that doesn't treat them very nicely and, and maybe raises their voice at, this, at you for at a, you know, a regular basis. So you'll, you'll make every excuse for that. Oh, he's learning. Oh, he's trying. Oh, well, he was spoken to like that as a child, so that's why he does that. Oh, you know, he went through this when he was younger. Oh, he's a bit upset right now. Bypassing the reality of, hey... I don't like it when you speak to me like that. I can't have you speaking to me like that. If that's how you're going to speak to me, I can't stay in this environment. People don't want to do that. People don't want to change their environment. It's too much work. It's too much work. It's too traumatic and you're not emotionally equipped for it. So you'd rather stay and be abused because actually, I say it all the time, women fighting for the right to be abused, it's easier to stay with that person and be abused than be alone. It's easier. Admit it. And I say this a lot and people don't want to hear it. Laura, I'm not going to follow you anymore. Okay, go and follow someone else. Cool. Why are you telling me that, right? Laura, it's not that black and white sometimes. Actually, it is that black and white. You're just living in the gray area. And why are you living in the gray area? Because you don't want to admit that it's black or white. So the gray area is, oh, you know, but he said he was, you know, going to maybe think about like, we're going to be in a relationship, in a commitment. Okay, so you are in a commitment? Well, no, like it's a bit, so, oh, so you're not in a commitment. So you're not together. Well, if the thing is, we're kind of, okay, so which one is it? The truth is, you're not in a commitment. It's black. You're not in a commitment. Okay. But you're telling me that it's complicated so you can stay in the gray area. Anyone living their life in limbo, anyone living their life in the gray area is not happy. I guarantee it. No one is happy not knowing where they stand, 
not knowing what to think, not knowing where they're going, not knowing if they can get on with their life. Okay, I think that you should, you know, look at, you know, finding your career, finding your house and, and, and building yourself up. No, I'm going to stay here in this gray area, right? Because if I'm in the gray, then at least I don't have to be in the black. If I'm in limbo, at least I don't have to admit the truth of, yes, this person doesn't want to commit to me. If I live in limbo, then maybe I don't have to admit the fact that, yes, this person broke up with me. That's where the whole twin flame thing comes in. It's that it's the, the limbo, the gray area of, well, he might come back. Or, well, the internet says that we're in a separation and the separation is a very normal and okay thing for twin flame. So therefore, I don't have to be in pain right now because he's going to come back and because this is meant to happen, right? I don't have to admit the fact that I've just lost the love of my life. I don't have to admit the fact that someone just broke up with me. I don't have to admit the fact that it doesn't feel good for me to not feel good. I don't have to admit the fact that I'm alone and single. I don't have to admit the fact that I'll never see that man again. I don't have to admit that. I want to live in the gray area where I can deny and live in a false reality because the real truth of the reality, I'm not strong enough to handle it yet. Now, if, if someone comes to me and says, I'm not strong enough to handle that yet, I always think, fuck, that's impressive. Good for you for saying that. I say it too. I'm like, I know that's reality, but I really, I, I, that's tough. I don't, I don't want to do about that, right? People that, that openly admit that they're struggling with the reality that they've created, by the way. No one's created that for you. You've created that for yourself, right? People that don't want to admit their reality, at least own into that. At least say, this hurts. Because then you're listening to yourself. You're acknowledging yourself and you're being realistic, right? But spiritual bypassing, it's, I can't make any decisions without my guides first telling me. I can't go and do that because I don't, my guides haven't told me that yet. Or I'm just going to make excuses for the reason that I'm living in this situation. Well, you can do that until you die. It's not my problem, right? It's yours. It's your life. But I just have this terrible habit of wanting to see people to be, I want them to be happy. It's a really bad habit. I know. And it triggers people. I know. I'm sorry. I do trigger people because I'm very honest. But my job as a healer is not to come in and lay you in cotton wool and tell you that everything is going to be okay. There are plenty of healers that do that. And they are magentic and they are beautiful and they are there to serve you in that way. But that is not why I am here to serve you. I am here to destroy you. I'm not here to hold your hand. I'm here to push you into the fire. Because if you don't destroy everything in you that does not serve you or that is hurting you, you cannot build a new reality. You just cannot build a new reality. So you have to destroy the old one. And if you won't destroy it, you'll be pushed to to book a reading with me or book a spell with me because I have no problem helping you destroy your reality if you don't like it and if it doesn't serve you. But spiritually bypassing and living a life where you're constantly skipping over the truth you're going to get sick. And I feel that this message is going to get stronger and stronger as I get older and older because I'm seeing proof of what I've been saying. I said on my Instagram live the other day, which was also very fiery, um, (laughs) very brutally honest, maybe too honest for some people. Even then I said that I had a reading, a private reading with an amazing woman. And I told her, she told me this person isn't coming. And I don't know what, like, what, what, what is there? 
And I'm like, because he doesn't want to. I read the cards and it says that. I don't even need the cards to see that, right? Because men are very easy. If they want to be with you, they'll make any excuse to see you, right? But I told her the truth. I was like, look, this, this is why he's not committing and this is why he won't commit. This is the pattern and this is what's happening. Only to receive a response to say that said... Laura, you told me this three years ago with someone else and I stayed in hopes that he would commit and I wasted three years of my life and here I am again and I'm not going to do that this time. This is what I mean. It's like I'm trying to get you to not waste any more time. Time is the only thing that you are not going to get back and you are wasting precious years on a false reality, on hope and it's not real. And when I received that email, I was like, that is such an impressive woman. Someone that realizes, okay, hang on, hang on a minute. Laura told me this three years ago because I was doing it again. And I ignored her because I didn't, want to, I didn't want to hear the truth. And now I've wasted three beautifully precious years of my life on someone that wouldn't do the same and someone that didn't give me what I wanted. And I won't make that mistake again. That's impressive. For someone to be brave enough to do that, that's impressive. But that's not always the case, right? I remember, um, it must have been about five years ago. I don't, actually, I say I remember. I I remember the reading. I don't remember what I said because it was a long time ago. But I did a reading um, for, uh, I don't know, a friend many years ago. And I remember saying to her that this relationship you're in is causing you suffering. It was not a healthy relationship. And I see a lot of these relationships on, on online, right? It's a very unhealthy relationship. And I said to her, the problem is, is that it's not going to get better. And if you don't leave this relationship, you're going to get sick. And what I said to her was, apparently, she had to remind me of this. I said to her, I don't mean you're going to get the flu. I don't mean you're going to get a cold. I don't mean any of that. I mean sick. I'm talking sick. Hospital. I'm talking cancers. I'm talking something extremely serious. Did she leave the relationship? She did not. What happened three years later? She got ovarian cancer at 20 years old. Someone who is 20 years old should not be having ovarian cancer, right? But I'm very honest with my people, with my ladies, with my, with my guys, because I want people to live a happy and healthy life because it's your birthright. But I can't make you hear me. I can't make you not trigger, right? I can't make you do that. But I remember telling her that. I remember saying, you're going to get sick, but I didn't remember any specifics. I just remember saying, mm, something's off, right? And she didn't listen and she stayed because she believed that he would change and she got very, very sick. And guess what? She still hasn't left that relationship. So although she had the lump cut out, I wouldn't be surprised if she went into, if, if, it, if it came back because nothing's changed. So with spiritual bypassing, you're, you're putting your life in the hands of someone else, of something else. You're, you're not, you're, you're pretending, you're living a false reality, you're pretending. And that takes so much energy to pretend that everything's okay, rather than accepting that things are not where you want them to be. And you cannot change your life unless you accept reality. You can't change your life unless you admit to yourself that maybe this isn't where you want to be. Life won't change. Because unless you understand where you are, like a satellite navigation system, unless it knows where you are, it can't take you to where you want to be, right? It can't. You need to know where you are. 
And so it's very, very important to admit to yourself and own up to the reality that you've created, whether it's that you don't have enough money or whether it's that you don't like the relationship or whether you're waiting for someone, right? Or whether the environment that you're living in, the town, the place, the people, if it doesn't work, then admit it and own up to it and own up to the fact that it doesn't make you happy. And then you can do something about it. But if you spiritually bypass everything, if you make excuses for your life, if you pretend it's not happening... If you live in hope that one day it will change, I guarantee you it will not. And my promise to you is that you, if you are brave enough to admit that this isn't where you want to be, right? If you admit the fact that you do want change and that that person or that situation or whatever is outside of you, it's not their job to change. It's your job to seek new challenges, to seek new people, right? Because you're strong enough to do that. Some women are scared of strong women. Have you noticed? The witch hunters, I I always love using that term. Weak women are scared of strong women, right? And that's not for me to try and be offensive to anyone or, or to be unkind. It's just how I see it. But there are women out there that have never been given the opportunity to be strong. They've never been given the opportunity to have a voice to speak like I'm speaking right now. And people will find my voice triggering. They'll say, you're too strong, you're too tough, you're too masculine. I'm a strong woman. I can't be pushed over. I can't be changed. I know who I am. And the reason that I don't change is because I like who I am. I love being the woman that gets to destroy people's lives. I love it. I love being the person that brings fire. I love that because I see the change in people. When I, when I destroy their reality and give them a bit of a shock, I see them change. And I've worked with people for years on end when they're, they're just different people now. They're happier now. And so I'm not going to change. I like me. But if my female strength is triggering your female weakness, well, I'm sorry, you can unfollow me. You can. But if you stick with me and you listen to what I'm saying and you feel my presence in your heart as I speak, then you will feel like you have permission to be strong and you have permission to speak the truth. I say to people all the time, I see people kind of go, oh, I don't don't want to offend you. I went and had, um, I went to the salon this morning and the woman saw my hair and she loved it. It's dark red at the moment. And she was like, oh my God, I love it. It's much better than, and she stopped and she went, oh, and I was like, yeah, it's better than it was. And she was like, yeah, I didn't want to be rude. Like I didn't want to, I didn't mean it like that. I didn't want to say it. I was like, you cannot offend me. You cannot offend me. <laughs> it does look better. I prefer it. It looks better. But even if I didn't think it looked better, you can't offend me. I choose to be offended. If I'm offended, that's my choice. But you have permission when you're in my presence to speak your truth. And if your truth is, Laura, you trigger me, then fine. Go somewhere else. That's okay. You're too much for me. That's fine. Go find less, right? You're intimidating for me. Fine. I'm not an intimidating person, but you may be intimidated and that's okay. You don't have to follow me. I'm not making anyone follow me. Everyone has free will. But for some people, being around a woman of strength is too much. So 